Hi guys, I'm Leo. And I'm Courtney. And welcome to our new All the Drama podcast, where two best friends talk about Korean, Japanese, Thai, and Chinese dramas. So sit back and listen while we rant and ramble about the scenes that made us cry, laugh, and squeal with excitement. Now girl, tell me all the drama. I. So guess what we're talking about today, girl? What? We're talking about Marry My Husband. <laughs> Mary and My Husband has 16 episodes and is currently streaming on Amazon Prime and it is a Korean drama. Basically, it's a satisfying revenge story. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It it ticks all the boxes. Truly, it does. However, before getting into it, as you all know, you guys have watched the drama with us. It's been out for a couple actually just finished it just finished you guys should probably watch that before you listen to this spoilers galore let me just talk about how crazy good the acting was in this phenomenal especially the we call her the trash can the you know shit best friend Suman. girl i love this actress she does the crazy eyes so well she plays the villain so well i've never enjoyed watching a villain more than in this drama Drama. it was phenomenal it was so great and by the way okay did you know that the same guy that plays the trash fiance is the same guy that was in the viral tiktok guinchana yeah you know the guy that was like guinchana guinchana that's him oh my gosh i didn't know that yeah yeah so just a little tidbit for you guys okay so let's get into the drama okay so we start off with the drama in the opening scene yeah so basically we're starting around what year is it supposed to be 2023 2024 something like that no 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 this is yo yeah yeah this is like 10 years in the future so it starts starts in present day where she's dying she's dying of cancer and she goes home one day to because her husband needs to fill paperwork i think yeah never showed up to the hospital she walks in and her besties and from middle school is sleeping with her husband and she catches them a fight ensues and her husband at the time trash husband trash fiance yeah uh pushes her into a glass table where she falls cuts her head open and she dies and that is how she dies okay like before this though like you can see her listening to the conversation of the trash and the trash best friend and literally the trash best friend was like should i just push her off the cliff and i'm just like girl that's you're supposed to be your best friend. That, like, I know she hated her, but she played the game well. Like, you'll find out through the drama, like, when she goes back into the past, she plays her best friend so well. Unless you know the signs, you're not looking at her like she's crazy. No. And it's so crazy because half the time I want to believe that she really does love her best friend, but she doesn't. But she doesn't. She doesn't. And we start to see that here. The rage. I wanted to fucking fight a bitch. <laughs> I seriously wanted to punch something. Both of them. So yeah, so she dies and we're listening to her final thoughts and it's really sad and moving and crazy. And then all of a sudden she blinks and she wakes up and she's 10 years in the past in 2013. Yeah, and she remembers everything. Yep, she's it. She's actually, she remembers everything and she wakes up in the middle of the office where she was working mm-hmm. and she completely freaks out as a normal as person As she, she should. And the way they portray, it was just what an opener. What an opener. So great. It really caught your attention. So that's basically what happens in the beginning scene. And that's kind of like a great starting off point, right? So the opening scene was amazing in episode one. And then the ending scene is the cherry. I think one of my favorite, honestly, scenes in this whole thing. Because at the end of episode one, you see her realize that like she's already gone through all the emotions. And she's like, I'm going for revenge, right? At the end of episode one, she's like, that's it. We're going for it. And she tells her best friend, I have some trash for you to take out. Could you take it out for me? It's one of my favorite lines. 
because they foreshadow it in the upcoming episodes, as you all know. Eventually, at the wedding, uh, her ex-best friend and ex-husband's wedding, she comes back and says, thank you for taking out the trash for me. And the way that this single line keeps coming back throughout the episodes, I just love it. I love it. Yeah, because then at the end where Suman finally realizes what she was doing the whole time and she flashbacks to that line, it's just a realization moment for her. So that was our favorite, favorite line. I think both of us. yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, we got to talk about this. So... Moving on, one of the scenes, one of my favorite scenes that I want to talk about and start off with is the shopping makeover scene that we have with the main protagonist's sister, um, so J-Hook's sister. Can I just talk about how much I love the sister, just oh my acting God, I love wise? and the sister. I feel like she's me because she's so animated. Like, she's she just, like, over the top. She's such a bubbly personality. Genuinely good to the soul. Like, she pretty much becomes... Jiwan's like new friend. best friend yeah. and I love the contrast of where we have Su Min trash trash girl who is just so completely evil inside and then you have this this other girl complete opposite who's just the complete opposite and is genuinely good down to earth and is exactly what Jiwan needs in in a friendship um so they become friends i love how they become friends yeah the whole earring situation which again made me so pissed off jihook's sister is such a girl's girl oh i'm not even talking about that girl i'm talking about way back when they first met she was in the jihook's sister was stuck in the bathroom because she was on her period (gasps) oh oh yeah 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 and su min came in first trash girl came in first she asked for help and ignored her walked out then Jihook went into the bathroom and helped her get a pad. And helped yeah. her get a pad. And they were instant besties. And I just thought it was the cutest thing. How come friendships always happen in the bathroom for girls? Like literally, it's like a different realm. Suddenly it you're is. no longer hating each other, you're best friends. And the something about the girls' bathroom. Something I don't know what bathroom. it is. It it's anytime. a true thing in real life. Mm-hmm. Seen it happen. Yeah. We're two people that do it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but so yeah, we go into the makeover scene where it does point coming back to the fake earrings that Suman bought Jaewon. And by the way, did you know that Suman's earrings are also fake? Yeah, but they're better fakes. But they're better fakes. That caught me. I wasn't anticipating that. I thought she would have real ones. Yeah, but then you see the real ones and you see Suman's and you're like. <clears throat> so yeah, so we get into the makeover scene with um, J-Hook's sister kind of being like a fairy godmother to Jaewon and taking her on a like a all-paid expense shopping spree for this upcoming reunion that she's going to go to. That's where Jaewon starts realizing just how deeply manipulative Suman is mm-hmm. and how she actually didn't give you this gift because she cared about you. It was to set you up and to make you look bad. Aside from the earrings, though, the complete makeover, I completely love how it wasn't just makeup and a new wardrobe. She's like, cut my hair off. Cut Whole it. new me. And it's so real because, girl, like, I don't know about anyone else, but every girl I've talked to, when you're going through stress, when you're going through a bad breakup, when you're going through something hard, we cut off our hair. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And, I don't know what it so, is. She completely cut her hair off. And I was like, damn, she looked good. Mm-hmm. She looked good. New, new everything. New hair, new makeup, new style. She looks fantastic. Honestly. And then the wardrobe is just top tier. Absolutely. Uh, so that was, that was one of my favorite scenes, especially seeing their bonding, the two of them bonding over. I know, and over. she actually has a best friend that likes her. It's a big deal. It it's really a big is. deal. And I think it's. never had best friends for it, her. Because like. Right, because she always, that's what I kind of like too, is because this is the first time she's actually having a real bestie moment. Yeah. Like she thought this Sumin was her best friend all these years, and now she's realizing, nah. 
Like, this is what a best friend is supposed to be. This is what a true friendship is supposed to be. Her going to the reunion, confronting the three bullies, I thought was absolutely amazing of her. Yeah. Because, one, she confronted her bullies. Like, that is a courageous thing to do. Especially she could have not, just not gone. I, wouldn't, I don't know if I would have gone and confronted them. I, I don't think I would have. It, it takes well, some balls to do what she did. Well, I think she did it because she's realizing how much lies Sue Min has told and mm-hmm. said, and she wants to set that straight. I really do love how the bullies are actually, what's the word, repentive. Yeah, we see they, that throughout the series. Because we don't ever really see bullies realize their mistake and anything right and i didn't catch this at first i'm like how come her boss is going to get the guy to go to the reunion like it didn't i was wondering why that happened because you don't really realize unless you read the webtoon by the way which i think this drama actually stays pretty damn true to the webtoon he goes and gets the chef and i'm like okay that's a little weird but he made him come and that was a great turning point especially to suman's downfall i thought it was so brave of her oh absolutely she's badass badass, she's badass. she whipped open that bathroom stall and you're seeing the comparison the side by side of i do what happened that what happened then in, and what happened now. now she is such a fucking badass I know. It, it was so cool. I had so many moments in this drama where I just kept sitting back and being, damn, she's a fucking badass. And I, I love that. Like, I love having a female lead who is not a damsel. Like, yes, mm-hmm. the boss, the boss, J-Hook. Does help. Does help a lot. But she is just, she doesn't give da- damsel vibes. They're helping each other. She, he's helping her. And she's helping him. Yeah. And it's... It's a badass, yeah. and I just love it. I love having a female lead that is such Doesn't a badass. Doesn't cry every two seconds either. No, she's Not gonna that. change her no. fate, and she's she, gonna get her revenge. And I freaking love she, it. So a ton of things happen after that. You guys have watched drama. The next part, the confession scene. The confession scene in episode six. Okay, can we just talk about how respectful this man is? Okay, he first was like, "I like you," and she's like, "If you don't feel the same, that's okay." But he he said it in such a non-threatening way that made her feel safe to like reject him if possible. He never made her feel like she had to love him back. And so many men don't do that for women, I feel like. Nope. No, no, men uh, men need to take note. This man is is goals, is is goals. It should be a goal for every man in the universe. Watch this drama. This is what women want. At least True. me, I am women. Uh, I am women. women. <laughs> <laughs> I am woman and I want this. <laughs> but yeah, no, I absolutely love the confession scene too. And another scene, probably one of my favorites is when you see both characters figuring out that they're now in the past. That they came from the past. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, I think, one of the most creative ways about traveling back to the past and then finding out that they both traveled back. I don't know how they thought about it. Because that's such a mistake somebody would do. They're like, yeah, I really like this song. Oh, I really like this song. But that song came out four years into the future. Yeah. When or they're both so to set up the scene a little bit, we you know, they're boss boss man and Juan, they're talking, having a good time. She's listening to music and he's asking what she's listening to and she's listening to BTS. hmm Who doesn't listen to BTS nowadays, you know? And he mentions I think it's him that says says it first where he's like, Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. She was Is just like, her? I wanted to try to find um spring day, but I couldn't find it. Right. And he goes, Oh, I love dynamite, I think. Or was it the opposite? Something. Something. Point being, both songs were made in the future. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when they both realize, holy shit. We're both from the future. We're both from the future. But to go back to that, not only is that my favorite part, but my favorite part too is I love how they showed her coming back, like waking up in the past. Yeah. I loved that. But what I loved more is the little hints we got of when 
boss man woke up in the past. Can we talk about that? Yeah. So it was the elevator scene. Yes. So it's interesting because you have to really watch it to get it. Because when Juwan is first in the past, Mm -hmm. first thrown back in the past, the boss man we see in the beginning is past boss Boss man. Like, he is not thrown back yet. It is only later, um, I think the next day, that he gets thrown back. And we know this because of the little cues they give us. And this is why I love this drama so much. We can figure out when he was thrown back into the past. Because we see past boss man. He's cool, calm, and collected. And he's talking to Jawan and trying to calm down Jawan, who's freaking out because she's in the past. Mm -hmm. Next day, she's in the elevator. And all of a sudden, this cool, calm, and collected dude we just saw... A mm-hmm. couple minutes ago, stumbles into the elevator and looks disheveled, shooketh. He does, and I thought that was so weird because why would a man open an elevator, look disheveled, running like he ran just to stare at her? And he's just—you can tell—he's just like he does not match the man we saw yesterday or what we've heard of this man, right? Who right, right. we've heard is very cool, calm, and collected, level-headed, doesn't lose his cool. All of a sudden, we're seeing a very discombobulated boss man, mm-hmm. and this is the moment where I'm like, oh damn. Mm-hmm. With the way he's looking at her, it's like he's seeing a ghost. Because he is, Cause essentially. Because she died. Because he was at her funeral. He, he was at her funeral. And then he died right after. It was awesome. It was awesome. It's like the dead came back to life. Yeah. It was It Although, was phenomenal the way they did that. There's one thing that I forgot to add in here. Can we discuss how her dad was the one that brought them back together? I know. Not just the blue heart, but if you notice in the beginning, the taxi the man taxi driver. was her dad. For both her and him. They were so driving important. somewhere and it was the dad and... I just love how the dad was like, would you do something different? Would you actually change? He's like, I would do anything. And I would protect her. And I would protect her. And, and I'm just like, oh, ah, I'm just dying. Because this man is realizing now that she's dead, he's like, holy shit, I think I was in love with her. This whole fucking time. I mean, in love with her since college when we find out. And, and it's only after she dies where he's starting to be like, I think I'm, I was in love with her. And I think he kind of always knew that he liked her, but he never did anything because he was so focused on the path he needed to take. And yeah, but he fun. does he does hint at it in the in the taxi. He just never because he was so busy. Yeah, he was never so busy. He never thought about it. it. Right, right. It never was an option for him, a path to take. Exactly. Exactly. So him having a little blue heart, the same way she had a blue heart on the dollar bill, the, killed on me. her on her allowance. And it just like it just makes me feel like you know the dead are watching. You know they're watching after us. And then I they, know, and they're you know, still taking care of her. Still taking care of her. So moving on to episode six again, the tr- trash cans wedding. Yeah. Yes, trash cans wedding. We have trash can bestie and we have trash can ex Well, now was her husband. Now no, this was phenomenal. And again, the the way that they do the back-to-backs from the past that she had before Mm -hmm. and then the now that has changed, where you see Jiwan in this hideous wedding dress sitting there. And then you see Su-min. And it's just absolutely phenomenal. It gives you the satisfaction. It does. It It really really does. does. And the way that – the visual of of Jiwan walking in with Boss Man. Oh, Hot-ass boss man. Yeah. Wearing that all-white suit. Looking a million dollars. That gorgeous necklace he gave her. It was just, what a visual. Kick-ass. So kick-ass. And then his best friend was like, that's that's your ex? You, you dropped the ball on that? You dropped the ball on that. You dumbass. <laughs> I love that. What I also loved, and I may be jumping ahead, one of my favorite parts of this too is we have the chef who has a crush on... By the way, the chef is so cute. He's so he's cute. a little biased. So cute. <laughs> the chef who has a crush on Juwan, he comes to the wedding too because he got an invite. Yeah. 
And I just love how he goes, yeah, I was invited, and he's talking to Juwan. And then all of a sudden he goes, yeah, but they they also saw the invite. And then the doors open, and it's the three bullies. Like, the way, ooh, like, the way that they you, come boo. in. It's like, it's for you. we feel bad for the way we treated you, so we're going to get your back, and we're going to destroy this wedding. And I, they oh. did. They came out with as revealing outfits as they would do wear for the wedding yeah and then just completely like be outrageous and and it was great but i just loved how he was like yeah 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 i got i came because i got an invite and then he was like well yeah they 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 also saw the invite (laughs) (laughs) i loved it i absolutely loved it another another favorite scene we're kind of jumping a couple episodes we're going to be jumping to episode 10 is the kiss scene and i think you and i have differing takes on the kiss scene and i'm interested in getting into it because me personally i loved the kiss scene (laughs) i loved the intensity i loved the passion the way that he's just looking at her and she leans up to kiss him and he's just looking at her and all of a sudden he just grabs her and they just go for it it is I do, I do love that. The kiss scene was very, very well done, and I think that's good. And I do love the kissing. It's the whole romantic part that fell short. But again, it's a revenge drama, guys. And while it does show some romance, I felt like the romance fell a little flat. I think in the webtoon, they expand on the romance a little bit more, so you get a little bit more scenes with that. But in the drama, they didn't. But the kissing was really, really good. Like, he's got kissings on lock. Well, and I want to expand on that because I'm someone who hasn't read the webtoon. But so just solely watching this drama, I actually felt that we got enough of the romance. I loved the fact that the main focus was this revenge yeah. plot. It was it was it's something new and refreshing. Yeah, and they still gave us enough romance for not only them but the side characters too. They gave us enough where oh, I a felt a little bit of side characters. I wanted more of the side character drama I did. though. I wanted more <laughs> from the side characters, but I'm happy with what we got. I felt like it was a good balance. So yeah, I love that the overall main plot of this is the fo- the focus of it is the revenge and that the subplot which is a hefty, good-sized subplot, is the romance. So I'm happy with, with what I got. Yeah, no. I I liked it. It was a refreshing thing. The issue with me is, like, I just, I don't know why I think the main two characters didn't have the best chemistry together. I think it was nice, and I think it was good, but, like, it wasn't, like, instant for me. I kind of get what you're saying, because the chemistry that I felt was solely from the man the the boss man right the actor just oozes chemistry like he all the intensity all the passion i felt Mm -hmm. came from him but yeah all that intensity all that passion that i felt in this definitely came from that actor uh so i kind i do get what you're what you mean i don't know that's just the way i felt it no that could be different now like i can't have differing opinions that's why yeah we can. So, honestly, the last, like, scene that I, I think really, really stuck out, because, like, after this... They oh, had a couple to... subplots of the subplots yeah. that I didn't... wasn't too much of a fan of, but that's fine. I mean, it made sense. It all tied together. Yeah. It all... it did. It all tied together. And all it right. made for an exceptional, exceptional story. And then we had this discussion on, like, why you think the the, the vice president was, like, obsessed with Ji-Hook and why she went so far to get Ji-Won out of the picture. Do you remember? Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't understand why Boss Man's ex fiance was so obsessed with him, because he never showed any, an inkling, an inkling of anything to her. Not even just not affection, but just nothing. 
honestly, he lived a very robotic lifestyle mm-hmm. before he met Jiwon. Jiwon. Uh, before he died. Before he died, know? yeah. Um, so what we hear from everyone um, on his side of the family, from his sister, from the HR manager, yeah. from his grandfather, is that he was very robotic uh, and didn't really care about anything. No. No, and then that's where I thought, I'm like, look, if someone tells you your whole life that this person is yours or this thing is yours and yours only and you're going to marry it and you have to be the best thing you can be for it, it, it messes with your head. And I, I have a feeling, and I feel like that's what Asian cultures do, especially when they're betrothed at a young age, is you just get it in your head that, oh, I'm going to be marrying this person, this person's mine. It doesn't matter if you love each other, it doesn't matter if you like each other, he's mine. Which is, I kind of figure why she was kind of so obsessed with him. I did not like her character. I didn't. You know who that is, right? She's famous. I know yeah, she's, she's famous. Yeah, she's BOA. She's a, she's, a, she's a Korean singer. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. I yeah. knew that there was a big deal when they announced who the she's one of the top, fiance was like, going to be. She's the top best solo. She's like a legend. Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. But she she plays the villain very well because I did not like Super her. Well. Um, And that ties into kind of the, the, the one of my favorite, favorite things of this drama is the the ending for all the villains. Oh, talk about satisfaction. Satisfaction? Satisfaction. <laughs> yeah. Um, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So let's talk about who should we start for? Okay, let's do it in order. Let's talk about the trash ex-fiance, Juwan's ex-fiance, his ending. I love, I think it's so poetic that this man who in the future... Mm-hmm kills her takes her fate and gets killed by Sumin in the same exact way i loved it i thought it was so fucking poetic oh I, yeah it's 100 percent poetic i fucking loved it and they were doing the back to pack so he's fallen and he's about to and, and you see him falling and then they switch back to show her. when 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 Jiwan was dying and falling and how you know we see him pushing her and then all of a sudden we see Sumin pushing him and it was just so poetic it was absolutely poetic. I was actually really thinking that Su Min was going to be the one who was going to die. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was actually getting kind of disappointed because I'm like four, it just didn't seem like enough to me. It was like, a nice little twist. It was. It, so much better than my expectations because I feel like everyone got exactly what, what they, they deserved. deserved. He got the ending he deserved and then we'll switch over to Su Min. And I think Su Min's ending is fucking phenomenal because bitch is crazy oh bitch crazy she in jail she she goes to jail but the way they get her it's like she gets set up they set her up the police come they get all the evidence because bitch loves to talk so they got it all recorded and she she really thinks everyone's just gonna believe everything she says yeah yeah and she is sent to jail but so it's not just the fact that she goes to jail that's not the satisfying part Mm -hmm. it's the fact that she is literally driving herself mad in jail oh yeah because she's having dreams and hallucinations of um her ex-husband well her husband that she killed yeah uh uh juan's ex-fiance trash fiance trash thank you trash fiance she's having dreams and hallucinations of him coming to visit her in jail and wanting her to sign this life insurance policy so she he can give it to juan and it's just driving her completely mad that Juwan not only won, but has such a great life. And so she goes crazy. That's what we get. She goes absolutely mad in jail. Mm-hmm. And I love it. 
I so freaking love it. And then the boss man's crazy ex-fiance. Mm-hmm. That was fucking poetic. That was a plot twist too because I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't either. And I was freaking out because I'm like, so everything's tied up nicely, but we still know that his death is on the table. See, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, you're oh, right. Oh, I did. I, I did because a death for a death. They've been saying it all along. Sure, I didn't think about it. And he's been, he has come to terms with the fact that he's going to die. That would make sense. And I think after he survived the car accident that he was in, um, where yeah, they thought he was gonna die. Yeah, where he did survive. I feel like he had like a fighting spirit to like fight against the fates, mm-hmm. but there was still that idea that it was gonna be him who's gonna die in the future. That's why he was setting up everything up for her. Yeah, that makes sense. And so when this plot twist comes out of nowhere, and it's actually his ex fiance who is driving too fast and gets in an accident and dies is so poetic and then we see the heart that the father tattooed on him this whole time we see it disappear after she dies what a way to let both characters know that the fate is closed now like you did what you had to do Mm -hmm. this isn't gonna linger over you guys for the rest of your life you can go and be happy oh i got chills right now talking about it when the third villain died so a trash can died the ex, uh, the girl ex-fiance died, and then Suman was, like, now in jail. All I could think of was that song, like, ding dong, the witch is dead. Witch, witch, the wicked witch. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. And then I also loved how the kind of epilogue ending we get where. They have twins. Yeah. <laughs> and the babies so are so cute. It's absolutely cute. And and again, the reason why, and I know I keep saying this, but the reason why I loved this drama so much and why it does get a 10 out of 10 rating for me, we'll come yeah. back to that, okay. but is because of the poetry. It's like, we're not just watching a drama. We're watching a piece of art is how I, I feel it. Really? Yes, because the poetic justice we see, the, the symbolism, the foreshadowing, everything's phenomenal in this. But the way that they end with, so we see them have twins. We see the years go by and we see the twins grow mm-hmm. up a bit. They're probably around like Five? seven or eight. Okay. I don't know, mm-hmm. around there. Basically, we go into the future to the point where it is now officially the day where it all began. Where yeah. we began. The day in the future that where Jun Wan died. And now... They're alive. It, they're alive and, and they're, they're together happy. and they're happy and they're reflecting on this beautiful life that they have mm-hmm. that is just so different that from what either one of them had before yeah. and is so I got I have chills like I, I, I literally have chills right now it is beautiful they're just simply beautiful it is I love I, I truly do love the ending I think it was such a happily ever after and we don't get them that often I feel like not as satisfactory yeah. as something like yeah, this yeah like I'm we survived and we are yeah. alive you know and I am completely satisfied with the ending they they didn't leave any loose endings the only complaint I have and literally it's not even a complaint it's just a wish mm-hmm. I loved the side characters so much in this that I do wish we would have seen a bit more of their romances blooming yeah the chef, chef boy and our our foodie uh, sister foodie okay. loving sister that's the perfect pair a food lover and a chef and the other best friend which with the HR dude. Oh, I loved them. The I H- really okay. wanted more so from them. That's because we totally gloss over the fact that the manager, the girl manager, almost also took Jiwan's fate. Do you remember that? Yes. The fact that 
she almost died from the table too. Do you remember that time where they went with the police? Yes. And then Juwan broke that table, and I'm like, if she girls, hadn't broken, she would have died. died. And then, did you notice how the audio and the videos of the car stopped working? And then when the fiancé that died, or was it, was it trash fiancé or was it girl fiancé? Trash fiancé. And then it started working again? Yeah. That was so cool to me. Because, again, it's these little things that yeah. if you're not watching carefully, you can miss. Right. Where she was on the path of getting Jiwon's fate. Yep. And as soon the cancer as... The too. And the cancer. And as soon as... Trash fiance died and took Jiwon's fate. All of a sudden, this recording info, basically what they say in Korea, and I'm not sure how accurate it is, but they were saying in in the drama that she didn't have enough evidence to show um, that he was adult that he that did her adultery. husband was was adultery. Yeah, was was cheating, cheating. Um, because audio was working, okay. but it wasn't enough. They needed physical, like like seeable visual, visual proof because it could be anybody on the phone. I guess. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden. When Trash Fiance dies, the audio comes back. I think, and was, I thought it was a very cool way to show that the fates switch. Switch. I really do love that. Here's the thing: fates are fate, and somebody has somebody has to fulfill that fate, but it doesn't have to be you. And I love that it wasn't necessarily Suman, because then we start seeing her, and I'm just like, oh my god, she's taking her fate too. The cheating husband, the cancer, the table, and I'm like, I thought this was supposed to be Suman's fate, but I guess anybody could take it. It was such a cool way that. They had a little bit of drama. Yeah. 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 Like your Blair. fate can go to anyone. anybody. The way that they played fade out. Like all of it was just such beautiful poetry. And, <laughs> and I, I know I keep saying it, but it's, it is. It's just the way that they show fate. You know, you can't beat fate. I love the fact that that was such a reoccurring thing in this. Yeah. You can't stop what's going to happen, but you can't change, change it. who it happens to. I do. I have to say that uh, overall, if I were to give this a rating, um, I would give it a 10 out of 10. And I am not saying that lightly. I think this is definitely a solid 9 out of 10. And that's mainly because I went, and like I knew it was a revenge drama, but because I had read the webtoon, I knew there was supposed to be more romance in it. That's what I was kind of hoping for, but I still love the revenge. I think that's fair. It was sad. It was satisfactory. Like the the actors, the people that they got to play the characters were really spot on. I think so. I think it was great. I think it was a good drama. I think it was a refreshing drama out of all the dramas we've seen. That so are just different. Roman. That's what I really liked too. Was that this is so different and refreshing from because I noticed with and this is with a lot of Asian dramas across the board: Korean, Thai, mm-hmm. Japanese, etc. Uh, Chinese, we get a lot of the same reoccurring plots and themes, and this was just and out this, of the out of the park. And as someone who hasn't read the, the webtoon, I so, read the webtoon like oh, a little bit ago, so I'm trying to remember. I knew that it was pretty similar. I can't remember exactly what happened. As someone who solely has just watched it, I give it a ten out of ten. Not for the romance, but for everything else. Uh, if it's everything else, I would give it a ten. Out you 10. have to go into this not expecting a love romantic yeah, story. Yeah, it is a subplot. What yeah. you are going in, the main focus of the story is the revenge. Right. And so I do recommend anyone who is interested in that type of drama to watch this. 10 on 10. Love it. Happy with it. And that's a wrap up of Marry My Husband. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. Please follow us on whatever podcast streaming platform you use. So, Courtney, what drama are we discussing next? We're going to be reviewing the Chinese drama Go Ahead, streaming on Vicky. Go Ahead is just really this heartfelt story of a blended family. 
Yes. And it's one of my comfort dramas, our comfort dramas, honestly. Very comfort dramas. So go and watch that and that way you'll be ready to listen to us rant and ramble about it next time. Until then, happy drama watching. Bye, everyone. Bye.